Look, if you don't want to make that change within yourself, it's not going to get better. This might not apply to everybody, but if you feel like you're rock bottom, okay, and you're hoping for a better day, but you literally are doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, that's the definition of insanity. You are provided with a choice every day. You are provided with multiple choices throughout the entire day. Take that choice, make that change. You've identified a problem. You're saying you're rock bottom. Got it, you're there now. There's only one way and it's up. So change your mindset, use that choice and go a freaking different direction. Love y'all, Faceman VTT out. Day three of retirement. As an infantryman, I was asked if I could clean the sink. So let's look at this. Definitely some kind of grime on there. And I open up the cabinet. What do I use? Nothing comes to mind. Like my experience is my skill set. Nothing. Wait a minute. Everyone knows this is how you clean everything. Imagery retired. Just take a second. Would you like a military discount? Uh, oh, do you offer one? Honestly, oh, cap of the day. CC's Pizza is the county fair of restaurants. You go in there, you look around, you feel a little bit better about yourself, then you realize that you're in there too. Tell me I'm wrong. Well, let's be honest. You know, not everybody's made for this life. It's scary. You know, you gotta jump out of a plane while it's moving. That's not natural. It's high, it's, it's fucking wet outside sometimes. It's snowy, it's hot, it's dry, it's shitty. Who the fuck would wanna be airborne? Best job, fucking, best job I ever had. by Nick, Dave, and Buddy. Real warriors making fun of other real warriors. Try to not get triggered. <laughs>
It's awesome. Good. It's going. Good. It's going. Everything is going there's, really well. And I know there's a few people watching so because I, I got the cops called on me at the VA. We're going to talk about that. We're, we're going to get fun. into that. So, yeah. That's how we're going to kickstart this dumpster fire. Right. It's yeah. a good one. No, we actually got a turn. We got Cliff on the show as well, the mental health warrior. A couple of big announcements for Cliff. Uh, we were able to get him uh, syndicated on a radio show. Yep. So his his uh, oh. mental health warrior will be on uh, Reese Across America's radio show starting what? Next Friday? Next Friday, yep, first uh, episode. That's, that's what's going to roll yeah. with my very first podcast, uh, the one that I talk about how I became the mental health warrior. So I'm super excited about that. Um, they're going to air it on Friday at 8 p.m. and then also on Sundays. Uh, so the official announcement, official official, will come out next week about it. But uh, you know, I'm super excited about that. It's it's great opportunity not only for veterans trash talk, but also for the mental health warrior. And hopefully, we can get out there and reach more veterans. Um, you know, I, we were talking earlier before we went live. Had a good friend of mine um, call me and I told him about Veterans Trash Talk and I said, hey, listen to the show today. Uh, so if you're that person and you're listening, I just want to know there is a community out there. This is us. Look at us up on all of our social media. This is why we do what we do. And you're not alone. Uh, right. I know that you're suffering. I know that your friend, Danny, uh, will, do the, will move the world for you. Uh, but please give him the opportunity to help you, and, and we all care for you, and we we understand what you're going through. So just uh, take care of yourself and, and get yourself straight. We're rooting for you. Thanks. Damn right. Yeah. Yep. Congrats on that, Cliff. Good stuff, man. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, it was funny. Reads across America, pretty much everybody watching probably knows who they are. Uh, it's, a, it's a tremendous organization, and, you know, I ran across them, and – it's kind of like the v, uh, VFW, buddy. You know what I said? We tried to help you, and they thought that they were they were going to help us. It's like, no, 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 no. We're going to help you. Like, we have a lot more listeners and followers. Than yeah, people. yeah. And, he's like, and then he's like, uh, he's, like, he's like, well, your your content on the Trash Talk Hour isn't really what we have on the radio. I'm like, oh, don't worry. It's not my show I want on there. It'd be like this. Beep, 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 You're like R2-D2. We don't have a voice for radio. What are you yeah. talking about? Well, we got voice for radio. We don't have the language for radio. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, fuck that. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So I get to start off the conspiracy. It's it's a pretty simple one. All right. Uh, to you know, get your guys' opinions on it. So, uh, Mike and Marcus, the way this works is, I bring up the conspiracy. I talk about the situation, and then uh, you guys give your take on whether or not uh, you believe in it, or if there's more to add to it, or whatever it is. Uh, we had a guest on the show a long time ago who is another Virginia native. He's actually in charge of the veterans in Virginia, Daniel Gate, all right, Wounding Warriors, okay? And I put in my Facebook post how awesome it was to have him on the show and actually read that book because he pretty much prepares you for how the VA is going to treat you, yeah. right? And he prepares you for uh, how he's trying to – he ruffles feathers because he says that the VA and the government – they actually hurt warriors more by the way that they treat them and the way they make them feel helpless and by the way they tell them that they can't do these things. So and, and it, it ruffles some feathers, but we don't give a shit about that. But it's, you know, as I've gotten out and I, I'm seeing the way that I'm getting treated, right, it's it, I'm just I went right back to his book again. So the the conspiracy for today is. It's not, you know, the, the local worker at the VA. It's the administration itself, all right? Does the government and the administration itself actually try to kill veterans, all right? 
drug you up, make you useless. Yeah. Go away. All right. Because, and we'll get into the big pharma. We've, we've covered big pharma before. Buddy had a good point about big pharma saying how a lot of this stuff is made to act that actually help something. Yeah. Right. And there's things that, you know, it, it can help. And then, and then big pharma finds a way to make money on it. Right. And then they find a way that, oh, we can treat you. Like Joe used to be on the show, Trigger Joe doesn't come on the trash talk hour anymore, but he was literally on nine prescriptions when he got out. Mm -hmm. And three of them were to cancel the effects of the other five that he was taking that, you know, I'm like, what? Fucking and it's cocktail. like, yeah, and I'm sitting there thinking like, this isn't right. This isn't real. Like, these are just people making this shit up. Well, yeah. let me tell you something. It's freaking real. So I'll go on my rant after the conspiracy, but the conspiracy is because of the drag on the economy that veterans are on the GDP. Is it, do you think that it's somewhere in a room that people are actually making sure that we die and we die faster than we should and that we mm -hmm. don't become successful when we become very dependent on opioids and everything else? All right, I'll go on my rant after the conspiracy, but to actually tell you what happened to me, but let's start off with Mike. Mike, do you think that the administration <laughs> and the establishment actually wants veterans to die? So obviously now we're going to get started. So I have to disclose that all my comments and opinions are mine. They're not um, federal government, <laughs> which I work for. Okay, these are all mine, and I'm all my time off. It's Saturday. That's a disclaimer right there. Okay, that's my disclaimer. Uh, so I I would say yes because I visited the Zombieville down in Richmond, uh, Virginia, at the VA clinic. Uh, you know, if you look at all the all the zombies or the veterans that go down there that are on these these meds. Uh, yeah. you know, we're collecting this ability, right? So we are a drain. If you look at it, if, if, I, if I could be direct on the government, um, you know, some, you know, some of us have, you know, fought long and hard. Uh, but I, I think that, you know, that's, that's, that's their answer is, Hey, let's get them on, you know, on these, uh, petroleum based, you know, drugs. I mean, all these, all these, uh, big pharma does a lot of their work on, you know, with, with petroleum products. Uh, and, uh, so I would have to say, absolutely. Uh, I think there is a conspiracy, uh, and obviously it's at the top, but I also, I think how we kind of experienced you know, the VA, it's, it's really at the, at the technician level or the administrative level. I mean, like they don't, my opinion, they don't hire the best and the brightest, you know? And so yeah. we wait long hours. Um, it's, it's an overcrowded system. So. Uh, in my opinion, I think your conspiracy is on point that, you know, they don't hire the best and the brightest. Uh, and uh, that's what they do is they get us uh, all doped up uh, and keep us um, um, and addicted to, you know, prescriptions. And then that way we can be labeled uh, and so on. So yeah, I, I wounding, agree. wounding yes. warriors actually hurting us. But uh, hurting. I, I, I forgot. But before I go to Marcus, I forgot one key, you know, actual proof. All right. Uh, numbers, data. So I looked it up from 2017 was the, the easiest report to read where they actually had all the numbers broken down. Uh, there are 52 million veterans at the VA, roughly, that the VA is responsible for. The VA spent over $109 billion on pharmaceuticals in 2017. That's one-third of the entire revenue for big pharma. So how many people in the United States? 400 something million? 360 or something 360, like that. 360, 360 yeah. right? So less than, what, 10%, 20, 15% of the population, uh, right? And uh, we are one-third of the entire income for Big Pharma. Mm -hmm. One-third. 
right? So I always say when we talk conspiracy, I go follow the money. I go where there's money is where, where it is. So, all right, Marcus, what say you on the conspiracy? So like Mike, I have to disclaim that, you know, my opinions are mine alone and, and don't necessarily <laughs> reflect those of my employer. But um, I think that the truth is probably a little bit more nuanced. I think what we do see is that, um, you know, you have these unelected bureaucrats who try to implement one size fits all policies. And, um, you know, we see this at the VA, we see this with the vaccine mandates, and um, they don't take into account or necessarily even care whether or not those policies, those one size fits all policies, uh, disproportionately hurt some of the people uh, that are subject to those policies. Um, and, and, you know, I, I think even as far as like big pharma is concerned, you know, a, a dead patient um, is not a patient that's going to make them money. So do they want people dead? No, I, I, I don't think so. I, I would disagree with that premise. Do they want people dependent on drugs that they're going to have to take for the rest of their life? Sure, absolutely. Regardless of what sort of health effects those drugs have on their system. So, like so a couple things to add to that. So there, there is a dynamic with the veterans that are, that are, that are used in the VA system. So uh, obviously the VA is covering them. So the cost is probably, if anything, the farm, uh, big farm is billing, let's see, the government, because it's one big rotating door. Um, but also uh, keep in mind that, you know, there is probably, you know, billions of dollars a year that, that, uh, that are, that are, um, that are given out to veterans, you know, that, are, that have disability claims that are out there that are, that are getting disability checks. So how, how do they, how do they regulate that? How do they, how do they stop that is, you know, they, uh, you know, dope them up at the, uh, the VA. I kind of, to, to add a little bit to what I said, you know, it's sort of like what we're seeing with the vaccines, with the, the COVID vaccines. Um, they weren't happy with just a one, one-off shot. They weren't happy with the first round of boosters. What they've done is they've built this system where now you have a, a majority of the population conditioned to think that um, for the rest of our lives, we're going to have to take a booster every six months or every year um, in order to protect ourselves against COVID. And what it is, is a guaranteed revenue stream. Mm -hmm. For sure, for sure. All right, Cliff. So uh, if you guys have been watching my podcast, you know that um, I'm big into gardening and I've really made a switch to, you know, all natural remedies and stuff like that. I'm, I'm putting in a whole new herb garden. So I really got into that. And if you herbs. look back how pharmaceuticals have taken over the business in the last 70 years, you know, people used to heal themselves from, from you know, stuff they grew and, and they ate. And I think that you're starting to see a big push for that. And I think a lot of that came from the COVID vaccine. I think people uh, looked at that vaccine. They're seeing now what that vaccine is doing to people that, that took that vaccine with these athletes dropping dead. And, no, uh, no, we, we, it's we dropping can't say dead. that. I mean, it's, I'll say that, if you no. look at the statistics, it's, it's pretty damn uh, scary what's news. going on. And, and I read an article the other day, and it really kind of irritated me when they were saying that, you know, I don't understand why the unvaccinated – didn't warn us about the vaccination more and Pure so it's blood. really their fault the reason we got vaccinated because the unvaccinated didn't tell us why they wasn't getting vaccinated um now for me anybody who's been in the military after i went through the rounds of anthrax shots and then anybody who's been in for a while went through that horse shit uh, i question anything going into my body after that crap mm -hmm. uh, because that was probably one of the worst things that they ever did in the military and anybody's been in well, was in during that time will probably agree with me, and it was completely worthless. And the yeah, amount of damage. There was two. 
six two batches. Yeah. Five, two five batches, or six. Two, two batches, two batches of yeah. the boosters uh, in two thousand and nine and ten were uh, it, it was at Fort Campbell and Fort Bragg. Uh, yeah, it could, early, er, could cause early sets of Parkinson's. Yep. Yeah. I uh, I would I would argue with you, Cliff. And the only only thing that I would argue with is the anthrax might not have been as bad as um as as making people sit in bleachers while they watch nuclear bombs go off. Like I said, the army is the, the military has got a long a long history of some uh, ethically medically questionable. Yeah. experiments on people that are in yeah. the military like no guys it's only a couple megatons just yeah yeah just, here's well, I, I like how they let's see what i like happens. how they compare you know uh great great segue markets i like how they compare you know the, the covid you know, emergency use authorization to all the shots in you know in in the in the uh, military's shot you know uh lineup well 99 of those the shots in the military are taken not emergency use or uh, investigate new drugs. Can, can we also talk about the fact that the emergency use authorization authorized the use of one particular batch of the Pfizer drug? One. Yes, one, one batch. One yep, specific batch, and nobody had it. But you had to take a right. shot, even though it wasn't authorized right. by the emergency authorization. And it takes to find out what's in it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Science parameters. So. It's science. I, Fauci is science, guys. I, you Fauci is, I literally had every argument with Fauci said it, and then everybody is quiet. Yeah. Like Fauci yeah. said it. Like Fauci said, this guy's green tonight. Sorry. Like, yeah. And and I love the uh, the quotes that we're moving at the speed of science. Like when did yeah. yeah. science become a well a, a measurement for velocity oh okay when they silenced the people who questioned it and even the guy who developed mnr te technology who came out and said this is not what it was developed for and he says wait mm -hmm. till two three five years and it's not going to be good and what he said two years ago we're starting to see now and it's uh, sadly it's only going to get worse oh so. yeah 10 years from now you're going to have the commercials well, if you've taken the covid vaccine <laughs> you know you may be entitled to compensation you won't yeah, be just, nobody's going to care alive. at that point you know with the heart inflammation caused by the covid vaccine yeah it's only minor it's slight myocarditis which there's video from from what I uh, the, the report that I I, I watched and read, um, the uh, moderate myocarditis uh, only means moderate if you're not the one with the myocarditis. <laughs> For anybody else, just a little bit of swelling is not good. Like, yeah. that's, that's, well, I mean, like, yeah. even the mainstream media, the MSM released the study we've talked about on the show before from Belgium, where all of their Olympic runners after the second booster lost two, an average two point one percent of their VO two max. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Right. These are Olympic freaking athletes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like it's like, uh, and you don't think that matters to an Olympic athlete? Two percent of their VO two max for a long distance runner? Uh, yeah, kind of does uh, a yeah. little bit. <laughs> so, and, and those are the kind of people that are the last people that are at, at risk well, for, if, if for COVID. Talk Correct, that, Marcus. Yeah. Does, like they're not going to die wanna, from it. They're not having to get sick, probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you want to talk about a, a conspiracy, the conspiracy for that would be. Well, we got to close are, out Nick's conspiracy first, everybody. You know. Oh yeah. So back to Nick. So yeah. uh, sorry, I went on a rant. So <laughs> I think they're trying to 
A, big pharma keep people addicted to their medications. That's why you see yeah. more commercials about medication on TV. Yeah. <coughs> I think that's easy to do with veterans. Stop dying. Oh, okay. no, okay. I think that's big, big contracts yeah, with the, at the Apple Give government the level. I think depending upon the administration that's in charge, they don't care about veterans. And that's why they're seeing, and you're seeing them push resources to um, the illegals coming across the border, where they're taking VA doctors and other resources and giving it to them. We, we've seen that, that's been reported. Um, and so I think the level of care for the veterans is nil. Um, and I think they could care less whether we lived or died. And so I, I okay. you know, I, I agree with somewhat with that. I think Big Farm wants to keep us alive and addicted to medication. And yeah. when a certain party's in power, they don't care about veterans because they don't care about the military. And um, I think they would just rather us go away. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. All Is right. Because Buddy. we served our purpose, Cliff. Right. Yeah. So I'm probably the uh, probably the least smart person here, but I just I pulled some stuff up oh, real sorry. quick. You're just take notes. You took notes, buddy. Just, you took notes. Just some common sense <laughs> stuff, and uh, and let's go over a little bit of a timeline. The VA started. <laughs> the VA became a thing in 1921. For anybody that knows anybody about history, the reason that the VA even started was because in World War II, from 1916 to 1918. On, World, War World War I, Genius. World War I, World War I, from 1916 to 1918, the government needed people, so they promised these huge bonuses. Well, then when that war got over, they didn't have the money to pay said bonuses, so to placate the people that do some farming, leave us alone, and here you go. That started the VA in 1921. That war was two years long, okay? Then we moved to World War II, five years long from 1940 to 1945. Most of the people, well, you know, a lot of people got killed, but you still had a lot more, lot more uh, uh, people that are trying to get benefits. Then you move into Korea, it's only three years. You get Vietnam, which was, you know, depending on who you're talking to, 17 years. Well, now we're at the GWAT. We still have... The two longest wars in American history still have veterans that are alive and receiving benefits from it. The amount of veterans that went to Vietnam, the amount of veterans that have been involved in the GWAT and are on benefits and receiving care from the VA is so astounding that the VA wasn't made. There's no possible way that the VA in its original form with its original administrative uh, um, just organizational task can keep track of all of the veterans that they have. The, the, the problem is too big for an organization of its size, even though its size is huge. And, and the way that they try to fix that is they hire more people. Well, they just hire more bureaucrats and more admin, not more doctors, more nurses, more, you know, people to take care of people. They hire people to uh, answer phones and to and those people don't give two shits about anybody. Now, I will say that the VA is a lot like the military. The military, when they go on a deployment, it seems like, you know, soldiers actually give a shit about the people that they're around, whether it's, you know, Iraqis or it's Afghanis or whatever. The regular people, they actually care about and they want to help. The military, not so much. They just want the job done. If those people get hurt, they don't really give a shit. They just want the job done. So in between those two people, there's a big disconnect. 
and the VA can't handle that disconnect. Now, yeah, they, they, we've been popping pills and handing out pills. But that started with everybody. You know, mm-hmm. you know, the military was giving out Percocet and oxycodone. If you had a, a tooth pulled, they'd give you like a candy, bottle man. and Percocet, <laughs> yeah. and, Percocet and oxycodone. And I think that was because they didn't realize how strong the doctors didn't know how strong and how addictive that shit was. Um, they like they, they may have known that it was eh, like it was. I think they great, knew, but and I'll, I'll but go I to it when it's my no, turn. But I don't. Yeah. I don't. I think. I think they knew that it had that, that there was a possibility, but I don't think anybody could have foreseen how huge that problem was going to end up being. And then they tried to police themselves, but it was a little bit too late. You can't pull that bullet back once you fired it. Well, you know, at the end of the day, it isn't, it doesn't hurt the VA when more veterans die. It doesn't, it helps out their problem. They don't have any motivation to fix that problem. It doesn't hurt the VA if you have a bunch of zombies walking around that really are fine with, you know, their disability or whatever. And then they just sit at home and watch fucking bob ross paint Oprah pictures you know what i mean like they, they, they're they're basically they have become a neutral population that doesn't speak out against anything they mm-hmm. just shut up they take their money they eat their processed food then they die at you know 55 60 70 years old they're gone you pay one last payment you don't have to worry about them anymore um, so there's no motivation for the VA to do better because the side effect of them doing better is that they have to pay more money and nobody wants to say the, the, the hard truth. And the hard truth is you motherfuckers are the ones that started a 20 year goddamn war. Yeah, You're right, the one right. that sent us where you wanted us yeah. to go. You're the one that sent those guys to fucking Vietnam. You're yeah. the one that sent those boys to fucking the GWAT over and over and over and over without having a fucking plan to get out, without having a goal to reach, without having anything to do. So guess what? You got to pay the fucking price. That yeah, is right. the price to do in business. Now the bills do. Mm-hmm. So you right. don't like pay, pay. And, and the thing is, they know that if they keep you drugged up, then they don't have to worry about 1919. They don't have to worry about 1920 when a bunch of veterans grab their shotguns and their rifles and walk their happy asses up to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue and said, hey, you give us our shit or we're going to fuck you up. They don't have to worry about that because they're high as giraffe pussies sitting there watching TV and don't give a shit. They'll bitch a little bit. But other than that, they're not going to do anything that messes up their their disability payment. Right. You you haven't referenced your take in a while. It's good. That's That's that's, a great take, yeah. That's my, uh, my just dumb... Take all right, Dave. Yeah, I'll keep it. Yeah, I'll keep it short. I will put the tinfoil hat on it a little bit. I, I personally don't think the VA is trying to kill us. I think, um, yeah, the, the reptilians actually, yeah. the Illuminati. Um, <laughs> no, all jokes aside, it's definitely I, I a money grabber. That. Um, and, and you know, those doctors are told what they can prescribe. You know, they're oh, yeah. like, there's a mandate out there that says, hey, these are the meds that you have to give. And sadly, some of those meds are Valium and all the other fucking crazy sleeping pills and shit, which those are drugs. So you automatically get addicted to drugs and they make a shit ton of money so i think that's how the va just continues to proceed with what they do i don't think like buddy said the doctors didn't know i think the doctors know damn well what the effects of those drugs are and that they are addictive i just think their hands are tied by politics and whatever and that's all that they can give us you know that's why when cliff talked about holistic health and everything i totally believe in that And this is where my 
tinfoil hat is going to come on. I truly believe with the technology and the science that we have, we probably have cure for cancer out there. But that would just, they would lose so much fucking money if we had a cure for cancer because all these cancer treatments, I mean, I lost my aunt to cancer in 07, you know, 90,000 to $120,000 in debt. You know, she, she ended up passing from breast cancer, but like just the treatments itself, you know, and we have thousands, millions of Americans that are going through that. So tinfoil hat, yes, there are cures for things. It's definitely a money grabber, but the VA is not trying to trying well, to kill us it's, you, know, it's, it's, you know to caveat to you dave they, they've been studies where fasting actually destroys the older cells that do do become yes. to turn into cancer and so well, that's it's where there's this, there's, this book, there's this book that was written a long time ago about telling that fasting was a good thing to do it's against yeah. the bible and if you if you read like the book of buddha and like self-healing and stuff where it's yeah. like all internal and then uh we did have i forgot the guest's name who had cancer who said fuck it in his last no, they, they told him he had like two weeks, you remember? And he just said he went out to the woods and out in the nature and like yeah. didn't wear shoes and socks and stuff. And he went fishing for a couple of days. And then suddenly, like out of nowhere, his cancer just started disappearing. Like he was one with nature. Yeah, the warriors. Yeah, for the well, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, so. Cliff actually, uh, Cliff, Cliff hit, you know, like skipped across something a little bit ago that, uh, you know, talked about like cancer and the VA, all that stuff. We don't do ourselves any, any, any justice by going out and grabbing like every process. The, the reason that we can make as much yeah. food as we make is because we make it for a mass amount of people. So it's quantity, mm -hmm. it's not quality. Yeah. So if you grow your own shit, you know what you're putting on it. Like you're eating vegetables, but you're also eating all the pesticides and bullshit that they yeah. put on it. Brian, you know, in chat, Brian in the chat real quick says it's population control, maybe. Yeah. Um, so well, yeah, the veteran. I just want to touch real quick on, on what Dave said about doctors, though. Um, I, I don't think that they do know the necessarily that it's going to be addictive. I think what we have created, especially in the last few years, is a medical system that punishes doctors, censors doctors who are independent thinkers, who try right, to think correct. outside yeah, the box. Is, yeah. These guys, especially in the VA and other government institutions, they're just going through a checklist. They're checking the boxes. They're, they're, you know, reading whatever bulletin came out okay, and, so, and you know, so right. kind of the highlights. They're not actually digging in and, and trying to think about, you know, the second and third order effects of, of the things that they're doing. Yeah, Mark, just, would, you they, would you suggest, though, that they know? They get, they get would you suggest? Well, we, we talked about this on a show a long time ago. We did. When we were talking about COVID. We talked about the fact that, you know, back Group in the thinking. day, this was when COVID first came out. Thinking, yeah. You know, back in the day, we've got all of these um teaching hospitals all over the country back in the day if something like a pandemic like covid swine flu any of that stuff would have happened you would have had all of these teaching hospitals that were had you know 15 different treatments that they were trying on these different and then they would send that up and they would all talk and then they would figure out what was working best what wasn't working but you had all these doctors that thought through the problem because they knew how every one of those systems worked Mm -hmm. But we have made an education system and a, a medical system that regurgitates information and doesn't understand how it works. But if you have, they have a flow chart. If if you have this symptom, this symptom, yeah, yeah. And this symptom, take this, take that. Yeah, yeah. You go Protocols. here, you take yeah. this pill. Yeah, yeah. Protocols, you guys, like, they, yeah, they buddy. Let, let me get to my rant because you all covered it for most of it. You all covered oh, parts right. of my. You all covered parts of my rant. Okay, especially well, with Cliff's, uh, the, you know, the, na the nature of things, uh, and how holistic things were helping. Um, you know, and like, like, like you just said, buddy, protocols. Like Mike just said, protocols. 
Okay, I had a protocol issue. Uh, so here's my rant. All right, usually I give the book a burrow, but this is a rant. It would behoove everybody to listen. All right, it's got the cops called by the VA. All right, like it, I, it behoove everyone to listen. I, again, I am not the guy, El Paso VA, that's going to sit down and take it. Okay, I'm not that guy. I will get the whole fucking community riled up. All right, I even got a guy to yell yeah, F you bad words to them. Like, I had the whole place riled up. Right. And so, good for you. I, I got, called I, me afterwards. He was heated. <laughs> I, re, I retired. I retired in April. Okay. I was put in for physical therapy in April. I still have yet to get a physical therapy appointment. All right. Yeah. Pain management. I got my first referral in October. Okay. For pain management. Now, here's the thing. I'll, I'll do a little bit of my own personal health history for this. Pain management in the military actually does a pretty good job. All right. And the last thing they want to do is medicate. All mm -hmm. right. But that's the last step that pain management does. All right. They go through all these steps, their protocols to see if you can continue your job in the military. All right. If you can't, then they say, well, there's maybe some medication that can help you continue your job in the military. All right. So, or it's bye, med board. See you later. That's the last step. Okay. With my knee, the surgeon said, I got good news. I can fix your knee. I go, and it's like, I also got bad news. I go, what? He goes, you need a knee replacement. I'm not doing it until you're 55 years old. Right. And it's like, so I'm like, well, what the hell am I supposed to do with my freaking, with my, uh, with, with my career? It's like, find a new job. You know, and I was like, oh, shit. You know, so, but anyways, I have these pain management guys that, say, hey, you're not responding really well to these opioids, are you? Like, I know they ruined my life. And they're like, well, have you ever thought about marijuana? And I go, I actually don't want to smoke it that much. I go, he's like, no, no, no. He's like, he's like, we'll give you, we'll give you pills that are synthetic THC. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Really? You know? And so, so they did. Right. And I had the, you know, the memo from my command that when I popped hot, like, hey, here you go. He's taking these for his sleep, his anxiety, his pain, you know, and because and they were giving me value like it was freaking candy. Right. And it's like I couldn't sleep at night. Like I was just I was horrible. like a zombie after. Yeah. That horrible shit. condition. Yeah. Right. So I'm talking to one doctor and I said, hey, I need to I need to refill because now I'm in the veteran. I'm in the VA now. I'm not with active duty. I go, hey, I need my this prescription to re -up. He's like, yeah, I can't do that. I go, you can't or you won't. And he said, it's just not, it's not part of the protocol. Mm -hmm. And I said, so I've been taking this, this drug for over, over two years and it's helped. And he's like, well, I got to send you out to pain management. I go, oh, that's good because I've had a referral for six months. Maybe you could fucking push that along. <laughs> right. And I, and then that's what I told him. I go, how about you fucking pretend that physical therapy is a COVID shot? I'd probably have five fucking appointments by now. Yeah. Right, like, booster. like you want it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so then, it, then it, you know, I go to pay management. He's like, "We'll give you Tylenol with codeine." I'm like, "Oh, would you? Oh, that's nice." Of course. I was like, I, "I don't fucking want that." Right, and but again, it's not in their protocol for them. So give, sad, me, man. To give me drabinol. So then I, I, I look at I, 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 I storm out of the office. I tell him to go fuck himself. Right, he comes, he comes out of his office. Like he follows me, like the ref during the football game, trying to give freaking Joey Bosa a play. Right, he follows me, and I go, "Hey, let me ask you a question, Doc." And now we're in front of people. I said, "Let me ask you a question." I go, "Would you prescribe Valium to me right now?" And he goes, well, "Yeah." And I go, "Yeah." See, you go fuck yourself. I'm like, "You suck." I'm like, and I go, and he's like, "Well, that's the way the system has been." I go, "Yeah." And how's that system doing for fucking veterans right now? Mm. 
Mm-mm-mm. You know, and I was like, you know, there again, I am fortunate enough, or you know, the liberals would say I'm privileged enough. All right, to I'm able, I'm still in good shape. I can do the physical therapy stuff in my garage, right? And that still helps me. And you know, I eat healthy. My wife buys organic food. I, I do all that stuff. You know, like I like I'm privileged enough to take care of myself. But this is where I got into like the conspiracy, where it's like they're and then with Dr. Gad's book, like they're literally trying to drug me up again. Mm-hmm. And I have not gotten into an actual physical therapy appointment since I retired. It's almost a year now. And I have called the patient advocates. I called all of them. I, I and I'll give a shout out to Congresswoman Escobar's office. Right. They their team did look into it and it did get action moving. Uh, and then the Texas Veterans Commission is freaking awesome. All right. So if you're looking to donate someplace, if you live in Texas, you can do it on your ballot. All right. When I called them and had a problem, I was on three-way phone conversations with the pharmacy, with the V the VA administration, uh, all of, like, so that they could ask the question that I wanted the answer to through a conduit and where they actually had to tell the truth. Right. And so like, so the the Texas veterans commission is freaking phenomenal, but that's my rant. All right. So I made a post about it on Facebook. All right. The El Paso VA failed me and I guarantee you they're failing lots of other veterans. And And that's scary, man. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of veterans in El Paso. Right. And so like they are, overworked they don't have enough doctors for all the veterans in el paso and like dave said i said this in the post i go i'm so happy that i helped start this community because i can go to somebody and i can pose a question and i can read a post every day about somebody who's dealing with an issue that maybe i dealt with too right and then this community is how i met dr gag this community is how i met mh she's watching mh is watching you know with their herbal supplements that they have right like you meet people like that you know, and it's like, oh, that's an option. Okay, yeah. And then there's people, hey, you tried doing this? Never heard about that, right? This community of veterans, like Buddy talked about in 1920, where, you know, if we come together, right, we don't have to storm the Capitol because that'll just be insurrection, right? But <laughs> we can we can come together and we can take care of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right? And we can say, hey, look, buddy, I got I got something for you. Try this. Maybe, maybe you know, go talk, go ask your doctor about this. Right, all these kind of things, like just stuff you could do. But yeah, that's my rant. Uh, anybody want to say anything about it before I introduce to give uh, Mike and Marcus their time? I, I just yeah, posted yeah, a yeah. couple of holistic things in the chat for people to look at the benefits yeah. of lemon, lemon seeds for pain. And if you want to have something that's in there, and you can't mix it with alcohol, so do not mix it with alcohol, but take a teaspoon of honey before you go to sleep at night. It, it will have an amazing effect, but you can't drink alcohol with it because the two different sugars affect your body differently. But uh, so don't drink one day and, and take a, a teaspoon of honey and you will have the most vivid dreams you've ever had in your life and get the most restful sleep. It is the weirdest thing that I have studied and started doing. And it's pretty amazing, actually. Yeah, it's every survival guide. When you're somewhere and you find honey, eat it. Yeah, right. Like, it lasts uh, 3,000 years in a jar. Yeah. Hey, Nick, yeah, I, I do have a couple comments. Yeah, it's all available to us, yeah. man. Go ahead, yeah. Mike. I got a couple comments here. So First off, for all the veterans that are that are listening in, um, I've been retired for almost right nine years now. So, um, and we've all had the same kind of experiences. But what I've learned, there's a White House VA hotline. So if you're not getting any kind of traction with your VA office or with your community care, that's the community care. If you don't know what community care is, that there's there, there's a um, participating doctors that are in your local area that um, that that work with the VA. So the VA contracts them out. Uh, you won't get the top doctors, but you'll get, you know, someone that's a, a doctor's office that is 
looking for clients. Uh, that phone number is, get ready to copy, if you don't know it, uh, 855-948-2311, 855-948-2311, or you can Google, uh, use the Google machine, uh, White House VA hotline if it's not, um, you know, uh, censored. Uh, they are very they, they are very helpful. I've had a lot of success with those guys. But to, but to your point, Nick, and, and Dave's point is, you know, so the question is, why isn't the VA looking at the whole, and maybe to, to Chris, but why is the VA, health, yeah. well, how come they're not pushing the, the holistic health? It's less, know, money. It, less money. Exactly. So then $109 billion. Right. So then there is an agenda. And then start peeling back that onion, I'll hop down that rabbit hole that we all know that we're talking conspiracies. Well, the conspiracies is because, you know, uh, those those that are in the know, you know, don't want us to, you know, be awakened. But point is, then if they're not pushing healthy because people with the money and the elites and they they go for the holistic approach, they stay far away from from all the, you know, the, um, the you know, the drugs or the drugs that are made with all sorts of, you know, what's in them. But the point is, is if, if the VA really cared about us, then why aren't they pushing more of a holistic approach first, you know, getting us, uh, you know, addicted to, you know, drugs that we shouldn't be addicted to. And then, you know, tighten, tighten that, tighten that temporal hat even further is, you know, um, obviously, you know, there's 20 years of fighting. So if, if we're going to stand up for ourselves, we, the people, who is, it? it's going to be us. But then if we're all addicted to drugs, we can't, you know, we can't own weapons. We can't, uh, you know, uh, hold a job or whatever the case is, or we become on some kind of weird watch list. So the point is, you know, uh, if, if, if you have a good peace of mind, stay off of prescriptions. Uh, there's other ways out there like uh, like uh, um, uh, Cliff. There's a bunch of other uh, folks out there, you know, uh, reach out to them. Uh, and there's a lot of information out there to, you know, kind of stay healthy, you know, kind of holistically. There's all kinds of books you can go out and buy. I'm reading one, Encyclopedia of Herbal Health, um, you know, but really what you have to do is look at the elements that affect you and then look at the herbs that can correct that and, and fix that. And you'll be amazed at what you find out once you go down that rabbit hole. I grew up that way. Now we moved away from the farm when I got older and I joined the military, but I'm going back to the way that I grew up because I think that's why my family overall are, are extremely healthy and we don't ever get sick. And I think it's because that's the way we were raised. We lived off the land when I was a kid, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and I did that up until in my twenties. So I think that's, there's a lot to that. A lot of it is just personal, like physically and sure. mentally, you know, like we always say, get your body right, get your mind right. You know, like yeah. mentally, if you're messed up and you're just pissed off and dude, yeah. it's going to continue, you're going to go down, you know, real, real fast. And then physically too. I mean, take care of yourself. And those two combined, you know, like you see the guys on Ardennes at Fort Bragg, they're like 90s, 90 years old, man, running down Ardennes Road. That's probably the only thing that's keeping that dude alive, you know, but he's yeah, all star major Guida. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You remember that guy, so, man? Hey, Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say, let's get to, let's get to our, our guests. All right. Uh, why they're on here. Uh, so we got Marcus, who was uh, a border patrol agent and then now works for the state department, which he doesn't officially represent today. Uh, and then uh, Mike Orloff, <laughs> who uh, was my company commander in Afghanistan in 2012. Uh, and uh, I just got to say one thing about him. Uh, he has the camera go right, but he's like Tom Cruise. He's real short, but he's really cool. All right. Uh, so like, he just, <laughs> yeah, I'm not a Scientologist. Yeah, not, not, he didn't, he didn't. Eat I don't have his money. Setup. 
Yeah. Um, however, he did say one thing to me one time when I, I went into uh, the office with, and I said, no, this is a good thing, Mike. This is a good one. You're going to like it. Uh, I said, hey, uh, you know, do you mind if I take my guys up to the MWR? I was like, you know, it's, it's a little early in the day. You know, I was like, I was like, you know, we kind of fixed our. Hey, you need to fix your internet. That's goes, what you need to teach do. Every, <laughs> teach your soldier everything you know. Your bill. Oh, am, I, am I frozen? Yeah. Am I frozen? Yeah. yeah, you're good now. Am I good? Frozen, frozen. He's freezing. Now? Okay, yeah. So he said, uh, he goes, he goes, he goes, uh, you know, have you taught your guys everything you know today? And I was like, nope. So it is what it is. But hey, these guys are uh, vets uh, for medical freedom. Uh, Marcus, I believe, is the CEO, oh, correct? Yeah. And Mike's a board member. So uh, welcome to the trash talk hour. Uh, welcome yeah. to the dumpster fire. Uh, tell us what you guys got going on and uh, salute to that 10th Mountain Bourbon. It's doing great. Well, welcome, guys. Thanks. Marcus, well, it's great to be here. Uh, appreciate you guys inviting us onto your podcast and, uh, you know, the opportunity to tell our story and, and hopefully share some resources for the people that are listening in. Uh, so Mike and I are, are members of the board. I, I'm the president and, and one of the co-founders of this organization, Feds for Medical Freedom. We started the day that Biden issued his executive orders uh, with the COVID mandates, vaccine mandates. And um, since that date, just a little over a year ago, we've grown from a very small handful to today almost 10,000 federal employees and contractors spread across every state all around the globe and just about every corner of the government. So our, our goal as an organization, our primary goal is to end the mandates. And we're trying to do that through a number of different ways. We have uh, a, a bunch of different cases in federal court right now. It was our, our group that got the injunction against Biden in January of last year that sort of put the, the mandates on hold for federal employees and, uh, you know, ever since. And that case is still working through the courts. We, we had a hearing. The most recent hearing was in September down in Louisiana in the Fifth Circuit. Court of Appeals. Um, we still haven't gotten a decision in that case, but you know we're cautiously optimistic that it's going to be uh, in our favor, and we fully expect that uh, once it works through that process, the DOJ will appeal it to the Supreme Court because they don't know how to cut their losses and admit that they were wrong about all of this. Um, but uh, you know we're, we're we're continuing to fight. We're still seeing a lot of discrimination. Uh, against federal employees, most of whom did not comply with the mandates on the basis of religious convictions. And, uh, you know, especially within the DOD, we've seen a lot of travel restrictions. Uh, we've seen people, you know, especially with the military, we've seen people kicked out. We've seen security clearances revoked, uh, you know, people banned from traveling, kicked off of projects, and overall just a really hostile environment for people who stood up for, for what they believe in and said, you know what, this is wrong. It violates my convictions. It violates the oath that I took. I'm not going along with it. And um, even if we win in court, uh, I'm afraid that we haven't seen the end of this. They're not going to let up. They're not going to let go. Uh, over the last year, federal agencies have created a lot of new databases just to put the names and information of, of those who, who dissented, who didn't comply into these databases. And uh, I think that we'll see, even if we went in court, they're going to try and kick us out of the government, purge us from the government by, wow. by any other means possible. So uh, it, it's, it's a big fight. It's re it really is a David versus Goliath fight, but so far we're winning and hope that that streak continues. 
and and you know we're just getting started. So anybody who who is a DoD civilian or a civilian with other federal agencies, you can go to our website fedsformedfreedom.org, check us out. Uh, we'll get you plugged into the community and and get you the resources you need to stand up and continue this fight. That's fedsformedfreedom.org. Yes. I'll put it in the chat. Unless Chris already did, but uh, yeah. Right. So okay. So what you're saying is is that are you guys a nonprofit? We are. We just got. We, we, we just got 501c3 status officially uh, earlier this month, but, but we've, uh, we are a nonprofit, yes. Right. And then I just, I think this goes without saying, but, you know, uh, legislation is expensive, right? Uh, you know, being in the legal process is super expensive. So that's what we were talking about earlier with the conspiracy is, is you know, if we all stand up and fight, we still got to fund it, right? So We do, we do. Yes, tell us I, how I think, I think I think over the last year and a half we've spent probably like collectively within just within our organization between the federal lawsuits uh you know class action EEO complaints and everything else we've probably spent close to two million dollars on attorneys fees um and you know to the government that's just a drop in the bucket that is all grassroots funded we all came together pooled our money and and said you know let's see what we can do uh, but we're up against the Department of Justice who has an unlimited uh, reserve of funds that they can tap into, unlimited numbers of lawyers that they can throw at us. And, um, you know, I, I think we're in the right. I think we're on the right side of history and we're going to win this fight. But it, it's not easy. It's not cheap. And we do need all the help we can get. All right. Awesome. And then, I, go ahead, Nate. Go, go ahead. ahead. No. Yeah, no. So obviously we understand the fact that, you know, what you guys want to do. But can you talk a little bit about why or why you don't don't believe in the mandate? Like essentially you know, maybe some of the things behind COVID and the shot in itself and like, you know, some of the health risks that you guys see or at least your opinion on it. Or just freedom. Yeah. 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 Or just freedom. You know, freedom being the the biggest one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In the constitution, it it says that there shouldn't be uh, any sort of religious test as a condition of holding office. And uh, what we've seen over the past year and a half is agencies try to implement uh, sort of a religious purity test and determine whether or not your beliefs are good enough. And we've seen this in the military too, yeah. where, where almost none of the religious accommodation requests have been approved, uh, where you know they say, well, you know, your, your religious beliefs aren't quite good enough for them to qualify for this. And, and that's wrong, I, no matter which way you at it, which way you come at it. But the reasons for people, uh, even within our organization, the reasons vary wildly. We've got, you know, everything from people with religious convictions, people with medical conditions where they've had maybe in some cases bad reactions to vaccines on, on prior occasions, or even bad reactions to the COVID vaccine itself. And they're trying to get an accommodation to a waiver so that they don't have to get more shots. And we've seen some of those denied. Like here you have cases where somebody's had a bad reaction to the COVID shot mm-hmm. and the government comes back and they say, yeah, you know what? We still want you to go ahead and get that second round or get that booster. <laughs> um, but I, Mike, if you, if you want to jump in as well and give some of your perspectives on, on why people are pushing back on this. Yeah, so it's always tough to follow Marcus. That's why, uh, Nick, I said, if I'm, if I'm going to come on, I'm going to bring this. <laughs> he on. just took it all, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have nothing left to, to say now. Uh, again, at the end of the day, there's... There's always black letter law out there, you know. So if if our uh, unelected leaders that are out there or our leaders that are out there don't recognize, you know, the the religious exemption, there's laws out there. So for those folks that are listening in, so for for civilians, there's um, 
21 USC 360 triple B that says that if it's an emergency use authorization, you could say no. And then if, if you are a military personnel, there is 10 USC 1107 that says if it's emergency use authorization, you must have informed consent. You must give informed consent. You're not getting that. So no one is, no one either, it's the federal workforce or the military, no one is, no one is being given informed consent. If you were to uh, get one of those, uh, you know, or with the BOA, which they don't exist, you get those, those, those um, information vial, uh, information sheets, if nothing is on there. So looking at if everyone that, you know, with, with that's, that's within the federal government, whether you're a military or you're a civilian, you know, we, we, we swear an oath, you know, uh, to the Constitution. Well, it, I'm, it appalls me that I don't know if people that are in the military or work for the federal government, have they ever read it? But the form is that the fact is, is that, you know, a lot of them haven't. Pushed, that's the problem. Yeah. 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 They, uh, they, the, the fact is, is that those who are saying no actually believe in what they're doing. When, when they, when they take that oath, they, we love our country. There isn't anybody that I met. We are all walks of life. So, so when we go to these events, these functions, there's there's all races, there's all religions, there's all shapes of people. Um, it's it's about their personal belief. But at the end of the day, there's there's black letter law that back us, back all this up. And we're just and unfortunately that our government and our agencies are blindly, again, my opinion, are blindly just ignoring. The laws that guide our our way of life. Yeah. So, and, I, I, it, and then from I, my I, understanding, though, from my understanding, it just passed, and it's no longer mandated, right? Like I, that's only for that's only for the military. That's only for active yep, duty. For military, that was part yeah, of the, the NDA. But yep. for DoD civilians, for everybody else in the civilian workforce, contractors, it's still uh, it's still on the line. And I didn't I didn't read between the lines in regards to the ones that got kicked out. Is there any work being done there? Are they like? Because I know right. we had that big. It started in New York, right? All the yeah. government workers were able to be brought back to work. With back pay, after. yeah, with back pay. Right. Yeah. But from my understanding, and you guys can tell me if I'm wrong, the ones that got kicked out, they're done. There's no at at, at yeah. this we're, point in time. Oh, they're uh, not uh, like, yeah, we're yeah. we're working on it. We're trying to to pursue stuff on the legislative front, on the on the uh, litigation front as well, to try and get right. those people reinstated to 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 ensure some kind of protections. But so uh, sad. You know, I mean, what's the number? What's it, it the, you is, know, it do you guys is. know a number? Like no, military? and even if even if we had numbers, nine thousand from the no, it was more than that, Nick. It was more than that. Yeah, even if about. even if we knew how many were kicked out, that wouldn't capture the number who who quit or retired early because yeah. of all this. And, oh, and yeah, I think that those, number yeah. is exponentially higher yeah. than those who are actually fired. What what is the what does the union think about this? The government. I mean, that is an excellent question. Uh, you know, because I've dealt with them, you know, I've dealt with them as, as a manager and trying to get rid of bad GS employees and they are horrendous to work for. And to me, it makes a lot of sense that if the union flips, it will all end. So historically, the role of a union is to stand up for employees rights against an employer who's violating law or policy, right? Mm -hmm. And in this case, we didn't see that, unfortunately. So a lot of us are actually suing our unions for failure to represent on this matter. In some cases, like with my union at the State Department, they were actually very aggressively and proactively advocating for vaccine mandates, 
even when Saki was up on stage saying the White House doesn't have the authority to do this back in the summer of 2021. So unions failed us uh, in almost every single instance. There are some union locals that, that uh, you know, stood up in defiance against their national unions yeah. um, and, and, and represented their members and tried to fight it. But by and large, um, you know, I, I think that the unions failed to do their job uh, in every way imaginable on this. And, and that brings me to another point, and that is that, you know, none of this happened in a vacuum. If we had unions that were standing up and doing their jobs, if Correct. we had mid-level, high-level management who actually took their oath seriously um, and were doing their jobs, these mandates never would have happened. Because the, when the president issued the mandates, he said it's up to each agency to implement these way, these these in a manner that's consistent with law. And if you look at the law, you know, there, there should have been uh, a much more measured approach. Uh, than what we saw. And so one of our goals as an organization, even looking beyond uh, the litigation, looking more on the legislative front and, and sort of long-term goals, none of this happened in a vacuum. It happened because there was a bureaucracy, uh, an unelected bureaucracy that is not reflective of the American people. It's not reflective of our geographic diversity or our political diversity. Um, and we want to see, uh, you know, to work through, through, the, the mechanisms that are in place through the Congress uh, and, and lobbying, you know, grassroots activism. We want to see reform in the way the government uh, civil service is, is run. We want to see a federal workforce uh, on the civilian side that is reflective of the values of the average American, which we don't have today. And I think, you know, all of us recognize that that's an issue. We can sit here all day and talk about the deep state and, yep, and all yep. of this corruption within the government. And that doesn't happen, uh, or it's much more difficult for that to happen if we were to have a federal workforce that's reflective of American values. So uh, even, even when we get through these mandates and, and win this fight, there's still a lot of work ahead of us because we want to see fundamental reforms. Uh, and that would you know, include entities like the VA, where uh, you know, those people within the VA should reflect the values of the population that they serve. Absolutely. I, I, go, ahead. Hey, Nick. go ahead, Nick. No, go ahead, Cliff. I just wanted to shut that dog up, Cliff. Yeah, no, that's Falco. He was in here a minute ago. I, Lloyd's coming in the house. Throw his ball. No, I, I just want to <laughs> point out, and I think a lot of people don't realize this, that within the government federal system, depending upon which organization you work for, there's different rules that govern them. And I think a lot of people think it's all under one umbrella. And when people talk about deep state, they think about congressmen and senators, but the deep state really is a lot of the federal employees out there. And those are the ones that are I setting see, the policy, it. writing those things. And those those are the ones who've been in their jobs for a lot of years, create a lot of the issues that we're talking about now. And if anybody who's worked with long-term GS employees know, there's a lot of good ones out there, but just like in the VA and everywhere else. A lot of great VA workers out there too. There, there is, but there's, there's those ones that are set in their policies and I'll be damned, and they've been in that job for 20, 30 years, that they're not going to change that. And that's what you're fighting against. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. And when you go from DOD to State Department, to Department of Homeland Security, those are different sets of rules, and it all yeah. changes. It's not the same. Yeah, the two people that will kill this conversation that we're having right now, and I always talk about this, is, you know, on the left and right of the bell curve, is you got the ones right now listening to you saying, you know, well, you're just an anti-vaxxer. You suck, right? Like, you don't care about public health. And then you have the other side of that where it's like, yeah, the COVID vaccine is not necessary. It kills everybody, right? Maybe true, <laughs> maybe not, right? But it's like, 
COVID it puts tracker. It puts trackers in yeah, your it arm. Tra- it, it makes it makes the, it makes the spoon stick to your arm, right? Like so, like there's the two people that that kills the conversation. Uh, but yeah. like again, getting back to, you know, we've said this before on the show talking about COVID because COVID is all people talked about for a year and why we started this company pretty much is is COVID did exist. It does exist, right? And yep. it, it it does it does kill people. Just like a lot of viruses kill people. And Mike, I'm going back to you with this this point about the Constitution. And it's like, have you read it? I think it's, what is it, Liberty University will literally let you enroll in a Constitution class for free. You get a three credits from a you know, nice college, 100%. Liberty University, and you it's, it's, a, it's a class out in the Constitution. And, and and you get to like you know read it and have people tell you how to interpret it. And it's too bad, buddy. We couldn't you know we couldn't have the JAG officer that did the, the PAO didn't let him air our episode. You know what? That we yeah, had. You know what? You know what? It's annoying about what you just said that we have to have a fucking college course for somebody to read the goddamn Constitution. It's Free written. Too. It's yeah. written in fucking English. You can Google it, <laughs> and it comes up. And you, just Lauren, they don't teach that in school anymore. Read There's no more civics. Yeah. <laughs> But they teach English, though. It's reading. It's fundamental. But you just right. read. All you can do is you got read Lauren the fired up now, buddy. Yeah. You gotta read yeah. the paper. Well, I've been fired up. They teach CRT. I've been trying to ask a question for like the last ten minutes. Yeah. You know the, the whole thing that's annoying about the whole thing. The irony of the the fact that the government is trying to get rid of people who speak up against doing something wrong while at the same time having commercials about people following values fucking blows my mind but so, so here i want to make a statement so so you have all these you know unelected bureaucrats you also have you know military we have all these leaders these three four-star generals they bought into it they realized oh sure it's i i was wrong they're not going to go back on it. now they own it and now they're stuck with it so it, it, it either either they have to come out and say screw it up I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it all away. Well, okay, well, Congress says that I can't kick you out. I'm going to take your travel away from me. You can't PCS. You can't get promoted, you know, um, because I have an ego, and therefore therefore, I'm going to, like, make it as hard as I can because... Yeah, they're all forcing functions grow. for you to go get it anyway, then, you know? Right. Yeah. So, so well, yeah, go see your family, get the jab. Well, like, we, oh. we, we, talked about, we talked about earlier, like, Marcus talked about the fact that most of these are religious... Uh, um, religious waivers that are people are trying to go through and the people the the reason people are going to the religious waiver is because that was the easy button for the waiver it's the only option bro it's the only option the fact is first of all the only way you can have an emergency uh authorization is if there's absolutely no other treatment for whatever illness or pandemic that's going on and there were several treatments there were several treatments several. that were viable and you could have used. So the emergency authorization act itself was it, is null and void. Bleach. Secondly, <laughs> it only there was only one. There was only one dose, and we talked about this before the show. There's only one dose that is authorized by the emergency authorization act, and there aren't any of them. Yeah. So you know we're 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 all fighting and giving waivers about something that shouldn't have been an issue anyway. But you know. We fire, you know, if, if there was a general that stood up against the White House or said, well, he yeah, could, he'd resign. Yeah, he, he wouldn't got, get promoted. They either, they, either <laughs> yeah. got, they either got resigned, they either got 
you know, some FBI dossier on him, or they, you know, found out that instead of sleeping with Peppermint Patty, his wife, that like some <laughs> oh. grumpy, disgusting human that he hasn't seen in five years, he's sleeping with some hot captain who was just like throwing him a piece yeah. on the side, which our, yeah, our reporter. Oh, yeah, buddy. I'm snipping that little one together, man. This is going on TikTok later, but You know what I mean? I'm not saying you're right, but I understand. If if I've been in Afghanistan for five years straight, five years straight? Oh. That's a long time. You believe Mm -hmm. it's a long time. That's a long time to be borrowing private hard drives so you can get done with you need to get done you know what i mean like a little practice so self-love much, is that what you're saying there's only so much naughty america one human can look at. Oh, they gotta be like yo i gotta find something warmer than like i've already dealt with her like i've done with this <laughs> thing like, yeah and, and the you've only already thing switched to, hands enough the only thing i get to go home to looks like a live action version of peppermint patty that's just bitching about the frg like yeah i'm i'm staying in afghanistan and i'm finding this Athletic thirty-year-olds. That's what I'm doing. Anywho, wow, oh, buddy, got triggered on that. So, one. hey, was there anybody? Was there a question there? We just want to talk about <laughs> the question. I love buddy's rants, man. I want, I want to touch we on something that Vinny brought up, though. We got rid of yeah. all the generals that had values and would stand up and say, "No, we're not doing that." And the other, the ones that were below them saw what happened, and they yeah. don't want to get in the same boat. So all we have is a bunch of yes men. It's kind of like, you know, I talk to guys all the time that are still in the army and they're like, you know what, fuck this, I'm getting out. And I'm like, you know, I understand. But the problem with you guys getting out is if all the good ones get out oh, yeah. and the shitty ones just wait it out until there's nobody else and so they get promoted, that's how you end up with sergeant majors that are pieces of shit. That's, that's scary how you right up. now, man. You know, all the good ones are getting out. Wait, especially now that they real quick, buddy. Especially now where they dropped the show. policy, we're two wait. years out now. You can drop your retirement. Oh yeah! Like all my yeah. buddies we, are starting majors right now. We drop my retirement. Drop my retirement. Yeah. I'm like, we, we, we need people it. like you. You know? Yeah, we talked yeah. about it on the last show though. Yeah. Forty percent. Who was it? They said forty percent of the people that were up to to be battalion commanders decked the board and said, "Nah, I'm good. I don't yes. want any yeah. part of it." Yes. Because yeah. they can they can get out, not have to deal with the bureaucratic bullshit. Mm-hmm. And go work for double the money. Right. Yep. yep. And and go home every night. It's you know, way greener on the other side. Way greener. But yeah, oh, yeah. It, yeah. Well, it takes away. It, it takes away yeah. from the passion yeah, so, of like what you actually believe in, and now you're just being dictated how to think and how to. You well, know, back do your in the job. you know, it's, 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 it used to be. Hey, buddy, buddy, Marcus was going to comment on your on your on your rant because in your rant you did have some good stuff in there. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really good points. So, yeah, one thing I want to touch on is this today. is so much deeper than emergency use use authorization or religious accommodation requests. Like we should never have even been having those debates because at the end of the day, it's a question it's of bodily experiment. autonomy. Something that up until a couple of years ago was universally recognized around the world as a basic fundamental human right was that you had right. the right to decide what did or did not go into your body. That's right. I mean, when somebody sticks something in your body that you don't want in your body. I think there's a term for that, but, um, you know, yeah. And, and, you know, and so I think it really touches on if, if you do not own your body and cannot control what goes into your body, then none of your other rights matter. And, and that's, that's what we're fighting for. That's what I'm fighting for is, you know, for, for that, some of those basic rights to be recognized. Yeah. I mean, the government owns us. When it comes, I mean, let, let's be real. Like, no, they no, no, they don't. Like, no, no, they, they do. Yeah. That's, that's your German upbringing. No, we don't have, you, have, dude. We have used to be able to get. 
Nick, we have a Nick, lot of people. Nick. We have a lot of people who think that. That's why. Yeah, but like but you remember, true. like in, in, in 04, like we had a guy who came back with a sunburn, and he got an Article 15 for fucking destroying government property. Like this is this well, actually happened in two people. Well, they well, yeah. they see an Article 15 yeah, yeah. for tattoos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. it's like you know, same thing with the flu shot, like. <laughs> How do you get out of the flu shot? It's mandated. Like we have you know, to, you know why, to play you a little bit of devil advocate here. Right? Yeah, yeah, you know what you I'm know saying? Why yeah. People think that the, the people that and a flu like shot is the dumbest thing the, as well. You, like you're saying that the government owns you. It's it's it, you know to the for the military. Yeah, you join. Yes. You said something, yep. and yeah, yep. as yeah. a as a whole. That's what you meant, like, David. Yes. First of all, yeah. first of oh all, yeah, I'm just talking military. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Don't don't get the uniform that that guy's wearing mixed up with the fact that inside that uniform is a human. Absolutely. human rights even in the military that being said the reason that that's the reason why people are in jail because they haven't figured out that there's more of them than there are the guards 100 100 there are more of us than there are people in washington yeah and let me again this was specifically military like you know obviously i think it was like episode 12 i talked about the greatest analogy ever is the movie ants if you just watch the movie yes yeah, like so, I Dude. Watch, all right, and, and there's more than enough. It's a Disney movie, it's a cartoon, but oh, it yeah, makes messages of, in there, man. It makes a lot of sense, all right. Yeah, hey, Mike, you're gonna say something, yeah, I do. So, so I want to touch on Buddy's uh rant here because uh, he was getting me fired up, and I was like, oh, nice. So, anyway, so uh, again, you know, there's a saying out there for those that are listening is that you know, bad things happen when good men, good men do nothing, right? So, there is a lot of good. Um, you know, army folks out there. With my job, I work with a lot of good uh, uh, customer-facing, uh, you know, uh, project manager with a lot of good military that, that I work with. Awesome folks. We need to, to today's what we need them to stay in. You know, and if if it's if it's a hard fight, get in the fight, fix it. This is their opportunity to to, to fix what's going on. Which is bad. So again, uh, bad things happen when good men that are still in it, and there's a lot of them do nothing. Um, what the hell was I going to freaking say? Uh, bourbon. I was getting all fired up, and then I had a couple of bourbons, and then uh, that was good. Yeah, though. you got your point across. Yeah. No, yeah. and then, again, like we always say that, uh, buddy. You know, buddy hits it up all the time, and we've hit it up all the time. Is you know, put your skin in the game. You know, yeah. everybody talks yeah. about the twenty-two a day. Uh, and then uh, on the chat, they talk about 44 a day yeah. when they do the new study because 44 a day doesn't mean 44 people are killing themselves, but 44 a day veterans dying from things that are happening because of the treatment that they're getting, right? Yeah. And it's not necessarily killing themselves, but, you know, other other aspects and other ways to die because of those treatments. Um, same. So what are you doing about it with suicide intervention and prevention? What are you doing about it? All right, everybody that is a moderator on Veteran Trash Talk, BTT official, all right, all of them, all right, are doing something about it. All right, and shout out to all of them, man. Yeah, shout out to all of them. They're on that page every freaking day, and we don't pay them, um, like, because we don't make any money. If you go go, go buy, if you guys all go buy shirts, then we'll pay the moderators. So everybody go buy shirts. Uh, Just a tip is a good one. All right. um, But in the, in, this is what I'm going to get at here. This, this is the segue to that is how do people donate to you and where do they go for it? Is there, if I get, let's say I give you $10,000, what does it go to? What does it do? 
Well, for our organization, it goes, um, you know, it goes to cover some of these legal fights that we're launching. Um, I think probably 95% of our budget goes straight to, to lawsuits, to filing lawsuits against the federal government, against the agencies, against the unions. Um, and, you know, we, we have very little overhead. None of our, our uh, organization is paid staff. We don't have employees. Uh, it's completely volunteer run. Um, and, you know, we have all the, the typical overhead expenses of, you know, having to pay um, for our Zoom account and, and paying, uh, you know, for, for the financial audits uh, and, you know, just the basic things to keep the lights on. But beyond that, none of our staff are getting paid. Um, everything goes straight to legal action uh, and advocacy. Okay, because we, we do have this argument all the time. I'll let buddy, one second, buddy. Like, uh, because we, we've talked about it before, but those are watching for the first time because our page keeps growing. Is it's okay for nonprofits to make money, all right? Like, like, so, like, like, like oh man, like, Nick, like, yeah. like, 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 you guys are fucking idiots if you don't think. Like, sorry if I, if you're one of these people, but you're right. an idiot. But you need entrepreneurial mindsets in nonprofits. Yes, yes you sir. Need, you need the best workers to come work for you. That's what those people got to feed themselves, yeah. right? And those people got to like, like. Like they gotta feed their kids. Like, 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 oh, it'll be so great if we lived in this freaking Emmanuel Kant freaking society where everybody just gave everybody everything they wanted. Well, that shit doesn't happen. All right. So, yeah, like, buddy, what do you got? Uh, two things. First of all, oh. up here, the nonprofits have to get paid. I got a buddy that uh, just got a uh, just got a job starting the uh, the Honor Foundation stuff in uh, in Washington State. Well, up there by uh, JBLM or whatever. And uh, yeah, the guy just got a guy. Yeah, got guy got his MBA a couple years ago, and uh, could be making two, three hundred thousand dollars a year easy. He's getting paid less than a hundred thousand dollars a year to start the whole thing. So you know, those guys that are working are, are the best and the brightest, and their their donation is that they're they're getting paid half of what they could get paid somewhere else, but they care about. That's project. passion, bro. So That's passion right there. They yeah. get paid in they get paid in passion. So it's a little passion right. token. Yeah. Uh, second thing I got, Marcus. So uh, question for for either one of you is you know, well, you you know people Marcus. can pay people. Well, yeah, but I, I, I said Marcus or Mike. Eminem. 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 Trademark. Trademark. Rapper and the hard candy. I'm sorry. Um. Anyway. Anywho. If uh, say that they're, you know, what we also have in the veteran community is a lot of people that get out, go to college and become lawyers. So if uh, if there are lawyers or people that can volunteer time and effort and energy to uh, helping out the cause, like how do those people get in touch with you to like, say, you know, volunteer for an internship to file paperwork and do things and use their uh, their, you know, because the skill set. The, the the greatest irony would be is, is if you had some guy that used GI Bill to get his uh, law degree um, filing paperwork to fuck the government out of uh, their stupid ass decision um, after they paid for it. That would be whoa. Well, we pay for that. Beautiful. Buddy. Yeah. Well, eh, anyway. Taxpayers. So, yeah. those, how do those, do you take volunteers? No, no, no. We pay into the GI Bill and not a lot of people use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm using the fuck out of it. Oh, I used the hip shit. Well, buddy's buddy just tried to 
ask the question if you guys have a website that people can look up. It took them yes. 10 I'll, minutes I'll, to ask. I'll, you I'll, I'll just like, do you have a yeah, website? Sometimes. I'll, I'll take sometimes this one, take please. Uh, Marcus, come on the top. So our website is feds for the number four, med, M-E-D, freedom.org. I'll say it again. It's feds, F-E-D-S, the number four, med, M-E-D, freedom.org. And then contact us. Uh, we can use all the help we can get. Uh, we have a diverse uh, member group. So um, we're not just, obviously, we're all former DOD. I think, Marcus, were you ever uh, Air Force at all? No. We'll put, anyway, so uh, other than other than um, Department of State. Boy Scouts? So, I mean, Air Force Boy Scouts. No, it was, it was Border <laughs> Patrol. Could be. Border Patrol. But, uh, mean Green. Okay, yeah, so, 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 so we better represent. Better than Marcus, we got to bring you back on because I get mad at the people who give, like, Border Patrol shit. And I was right. like, you know how fucking much they do for immigrants? You know how much help they give those kids coming over? Like, what they do, how they, like, I should try to save lives? Like, yes, yeah, all you assholes out there at the border patrol i don't like it but but a more but, but a majority of of department of defense folks you know our military folks when they get out you know we 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 gravitate towards you know organizations that we're familiar with so a lot so majority of of the of the federal employees are have prior military service so if this is something that you know hey when i when i retire you, you want to take your skill set that you've that you've taken out of the years in military and apply them in a, in a, in a federal employee fashion you know, you know, it's a great start. So if if you mm -hmm. if you fully believe in the in the Constitution and, and you want to fight for your individual and your in, in your your country's freedoms, um, yeah, please, you know, uh, it, we will take all these all the support we can get. Again, feds the number four med med freedom dot org is uh, how you can help. Um, there's plenty of board members. Uh, I'm actually the uh, Department of Defense uh, class agent for the EEO. We have uh, class agents for all, pretty much, uh, pretty much every major agency uh, that we're representing within Fence for Freedom. I'll pause yeah, there, and, Marcus. And 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 for people that want to volunteer, just go to our website. There's no specific place to say volunteer, but you go to uh, contact us, and it's there's a section there to to join us or become a member. Fill out that form, and the auto reply uh, that you'll get from us tells you how to how to get plugged in and get more involved in the organization. And we'll we'll definitely plug in anybody that wants to to donate their their time and efforts. Uh, as far as the first question about donations, same thing. Go to our we our website, um, and there's a there's a link on there uh, in the top right corner to uh, to donate. And hey, uh, uh, you know, no, Marcus, hey, one, one more right. uh, follow up question: What do you what do you need? What, so if you I know lawyers, but do you need like what do you, what do you need for people to volunteer to do? Like what jobs are you looking for for people to help with? We need, I mean, at, at the most fundamental level, we need people that'll help spread the word about our organization because we have been censored, deplatformed, shadow banned since day one. Um, we're almost 10,000 members strong, but that 10,000 represents over 400,000 federal employees, not to even mention the contractors that are in the exact same position as us. And the reason that it's only 10,000 and not a larger number is because of that censorship and that shadow banning. Um, right. Which through the Twitter that's files we, we find out is done by our own government, but that's a, that's a, a story that's for another, another day. Tin foil hat. Mm. Well, that's why it was, another it was, it was a joke when they do. brought when they brought Zuckerberg in front of Congress. Zuckerberg was just kind of laughing, like "motherfuckers, I do what you tell me to do." I mean, look yeah. up BlackRock. And, and I don't want to get too much off topic, but look up BlackRock. They own oh, like, yeah. all the social media to include 
Pfizer, Moderna, like it's all tied in. BlackRock is like, I think it's hey, that one next trillion time. dollars that one right now. Yeah. We'll do that, that next time. time. But so, you can so, Google so that. With, That's like we've got teams that and they own it all. Do that, do that kind of outreach. Yeah. They do, um, you know, focused on social media stuff, focused on um, outreach within the agencies, you know, to peers, um, focused on organizing sort of community events and, and representing organizations. So. Um, you don't even have to have any sort of special skill set. We we need all the help we can get at every level. So, yes, yeah. absolutely. And some of our, our best volunteers are people who are like, you know what, I can't pour a lot of money into this, but but damn it, I'll spend you know four or five hours a day plugging away at whatever you need me to do. Uh, Where and do you that's, think that's our what makes things happen. From? But but attorneys yeah. are not cheap, by the way. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. We, like I said, we got that and. And here's what I'm going to say to the BCT community, and this is who we're trying to reach for you guys. Uh, we have a tremendous community. Our, our we're so diverse, and you know, it's a, it's been like a pleasure for all of us to be a part of this community. A lot of people watch this after the fact, and a lot of people download it and listen to it later. So if you're watching after the fact, or you're you're listening on podcast platforms, go to the website, right? And I know there's a lot of you in our community that are against the COVID vaccine, period, right? Which is your decision. That's freedom, right? There's a lot of you that are against the mandate. I know you're there because I decline your posts all the time, all right? Like, 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 because we don't allow the political posts on the page, but you're there, okay? So here's your chance, all right? I, I will, I, I've just met Marcus today via Zoom. I've known Mike for years. Mike is 100% vouchable, okay, 100%, all right, minus the short person, but, like, other than being short, he's, like, he's literally, like, he will, this is, if he's in the organization, it's real, okay, so go freaking donate to them, all right, donate to them, all right, and then if you don't have money, volunteer, all right, yeah. volunteer is, like, the way that our volunteers, like Buddy said, the way that our moderators volunteer to help get our message out, okay? Do it, all right? Put your skin in the game. If you've been bitching about COVID chats for years, what have you done about it? Yeah. What have you done about it? All right, so- Be go, follow go. or get out of the way. Yeah, yeah. 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 Go do something. Damn right, it. damn right. All right, so uh, I think that should cover it for today with uh, Buddy's uh, recap and then Dave's closeout. And then, well, actually, before we, uh, we give it to Buddy to close out, Cliff, one more shout out to your boy again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, yeah, listen, you know, January is kind of a down month for a lot of people, right? We come through November, you got, you know, Thanksgiving, families get together, December, Christmas, and all that. And January is kind of a law month before spring comes. So, hey, just a quick reminder that if you're having issues or problems, you know, please reach out. You know, Veterans Trash Truck Community, we're all here for, for you. We want you to be here. You do have family members and friends that love you, and they want you here tomorrow. So, you know, please, you know, I talk about this all the time, being a suicide survivor, I, I didn't have the courage to pick up the phone when I was having problems and ask for help. Uh, please don't be like me and, and pick up that phone and ask for help because you are important and we want you here tomorrow. So uh, with that, I'll turn it back over. And and before we turn over the buddy, Cliff's the guy that if you watch the 9-11 special was crawling through the Pentagon trying to find people when it got hit on 9-11. So for multiple hours, what? Dealing with yeah, some shit, yeah. right? And then he saved some people in the Hudson to talk about that pre-show. But all right, buddy. What? What's up, man? You're, you're How's supposed going? to close this. You're supposed hey to recap. How's it going? All right, recap. I got it. So, uh, so, so first thing, uh, the VA. Got a lot of people. 
conspiracy. They're trying to kill us. And I don't think they're trying to kill us. We don't think they're trying to kill us. But as a side effect, they're not real. They're not real fucking motivated to not let you be a dead or a zombie. Uh, take care of yourself. Don't take all the bullshit that they're trying to give you. Take some organic stuff. Go work out and uh, take a walk and put good shit in you. Good shit will come out of you. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, I like get that. With, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get yeah. with, uh, yeah. that's what I was going to, nah. Anyway, yeah, it was a, uh. <laughs> You're not going to talk about the left and right hand anymore? <laughs> anyway, so uh, check out uh, www.feds, F-E-D-S, for the number freedom, or uh, medicalfreedom.org. Um, Marcus and Mike will, uh, could, could, would love some money. And or some volunteers to help with uh, with fighting the uh, COVID mandate for for them. And you know, people that are in the act of service, you know, what they're doing also trickles over to you. Mm-hmm. So That's just true. because you can't uh, you can't join an organization doesn't mean that you can't give some money or or you can't volunteer your time. They can, you know, you can do whatever you want when you're when you're not at work. So. Uh, you know, check these guys out, look at their website and, uh, you know, get in the fight for yourself, get in your fight for, you know, if we all stand together, you know, there's not a whole lot that, you know, Washington DC is a, that's a really tiny place. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and all it takes is for, you know, it, you know Mike said earlier, you know, for you know, good men to stand by and do nothing is how, you know, and there was a, a another buddy of mine who's actually in the army and fighting the, it's been fighting the COVID mandate for pretty much the entire time uh he uh he said you know you know to fight tyranny it only takes one man to stand up and say nah nah we're not gonna do this um that's uh that's not exactly the quote but you know what i mean anyway close enough it's close Uh, enough so hey mike marcus it's great to have you on the show and uh you guys are are doing uh you guys are doing really great work for a lot of people that (laughs) uh deserve for you guys to do great work and need to, to support you so um hands off to you guys and dave dave it's on to you dave yeah mike marcus thanks for coming on um, you guys are in the fight i love what you guys are doing for everybody um for anybody that missed the episode or just tuned in late go to veterantrashrock.com it has links to everything you can check us out on spotify youtube a bunch of other apps too apple music whatever and uh we'll catch you guys next saturday love y'all